0: Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Discuss All Monsters. I am your host, Wyatt, and who is here with me today...
1: Uh, you're sweet and wonderful and kind, uh, uh, and, and, uh, possibly hungry, standing on an island somewhere. Uh, Nikki, hello.
0: (laughs) And today, we are going to be talking about the, uh, oft-forgotten fever dream that is Kumagoro, I I mean, Daigoro versus Goliath. Ah, so... (laughs) This is a movie that I wasn't entirely sure about actually doing an episode on when we were planning out the episodes for Discuss All Monsters for the Showa era. uh, Because it's not technically a Toho movie. It's just, but it kind of is too. It is a co production alongside Subaraya. And I'll talk about that more when we get to the history. But. Yeah, it's, it's a weird movie, and it's one that I've like never heard of until we were discussing the show a couple of years ago. Um, yeah. But, that being said, I think I'm extremely glad that we ended up watching it. Not to give too much <laughs> away about our opinion on it, but yeah. because it is a very fascinating movie, and it's the last movie that we're going to be doing for the Showa era that won't be Godzilla.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's uh this thing is 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 a lot to take in. Uh and I feel like uh doing it is gonna be kind of like a nice send-off to 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 Super Raya, who we've talked about uh, mm-hmm. a lot on this show oh and yeah. stuff, and this and this coming from Super Raya Productions, which is something that he was always building to personally, and we've talked about Ultraman for like so many times. And uh, uh, this this thing is just fucking. Like, I need more people. I I I told. I definitely remember telling White. I was like, we have to do this. Just off of seeing the cover. Yeah. <laughs> just off of seeing the poster. I was like, there's no way I'm gonna let this pass. Like, we have to talk about uh-huh. whatever the fuck this is. Yeah, we uh, did. So
0: we did boring yeah. ass space amoeba. So fuck it. We are doing this one. <laughs> uh, so. Before we get into our first impressions of the movie, there's actually a bit of history. Now, there isn't any alternate titles to this movie. Uh, It was pretty much only released in Japan, as far as I'm aware. It might have been released in other places in Asia, but it only has a Japanese title. Uh, That's all I could find. So, sadly, this gag is going to have to wait until next episode. But I promise you, next one, the, uh, the amount of names for our next episode, more than make up for it. So... Uh, Despite how obscure this movie is, there's a little bit of history for it, and it's pretty interesting, but I do have to preface it by saying that a lot of this is just speculation, uh, and none of it is strictly confirmed, and it's a bit dubious. I was able to find out a lot of this by just reading comments on things talking about the movie, as well as a bit from a few of the pages on Wikizilla. But otherwise, I couldn't find any specific, defined uh, sources on a lot of this information. But either way, let's get started. Ten years after the creation of special effects studio Subaraya Productions, and only two years after the founder, A.G. had passed away, while kids were in Japan watching the seminal classic Ultraman Ace, and Toho had just started recovering from harrowing budget cuts and call- callous layoffs... The two titans of an industry built around titans combined their powers to create Daigoro vs. Goliath. While certainly a more child-friendly fare than the darker and edgier vs. Hedora and Gigan, this odd black sheep of a film may have began life as a Godzilla movie that was also dark and depressing. Godzilla vs. Red Moon was a film about monsters named Red Moon and Erebus wreaking havoc in Japan, as always. When the government believes that pitting these two monsters against each other will lead to both of their deaths, instead, it leads to life. And by that, I mean the monsters raw dog, because it turns out that they are male and female of the same species and have a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Baby's name being Hafun. In typical Toho monster movie form, though, a greedy businessman kidnaps the baby to make money off of the child kaiju, and then it ends up dying in its care, causing the parents to rampage. And then Godzilla is psychically aware of this and is left to clean up the mess caused by the humans once again. Elements of this plot made its way into the finished movie, sans Godzilla, of course. Daigoro's mother was likely the original suit for Erebus. As with Goliath, yeah. the original suit for Red Moon, Dagoro himself was made from parts of different not-red-monster Red King. Uh, the, <laughs> <laughs> the plot of focusing on a baby monster was kept, yet the exploitation angle was swapped out with an endangered animal in captivity slash the giving po- food to the poor angle. Since the yeah. film was only technically a Toho movie, and we technically don't have to talk about it, but screw you guys, I wanted to, it doesn't have our usual stable of Toho writers and directors and composers. Instead, Sushihiro Ijima was in charge, who had done much work in the previous Ultra shows. Needless to say, this fresh perspective is always appreciated in a series of films as soul-crushingly repetitive as Toho's monster movies this movie didn't set anyone's world on fire at release and is in fact one of the very few toho movies to never be released in the west western fans that do know it bulk at its existence in place of the more dramatic godzilla vs. red moon because that one has godzilla in it mm-hmm. to all those who are listening at home though much like the kingdom of the sun becoming the emperor's new groove Sometimes it's not worth pining after what could have been. Sometimes the sillier option is the better option, and sometimes one in the hand is worth two in the bush. So, Nikki, take us away. Yes. What is your
1: first impressions on Daigoro versus Goliath? This thing, I, I... It's weird, okay? So, like... <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, that's an understatement. Uh, uh,
1: I I I watched this, uh, and then within the first ten minutes, I was like, okay, hold on. I have some wine. I feel like I should drink some wine while watching this. <laughs> and by the end of it, I finished it, and I was like, wow. Like I'm not completely drunk, but like, what the fuck? You know, the the, the, the this the the this movie will make you feel like you're on pills or something. Like mm-hmm. it it. it it is, I don't know man, like it, it's just fucking wild. But uh, I will say I feel like it is um I really appreciate its like kind of uh, uh delirious presentation style uh yes. mixed mixed with uh the fact that it's kind of it kind of feels like it's picking up on some stuff from like all monsters attack uh uh-huh. and kinda of running and kinda of running with it and doing something something different like i don't know, like i i also kind of appreciate it as like the the newer class of of Tsuburaya, which came in after return of, which came in with return of ultraman as like the kind of reboot of the ultraman series under Hajime Tsuburaya uh after uh AG passed away mm-hmm. uh, it feels like them kind of paying tribute in their own weird way uh to toho films like it it feels like it feels literally like Raya the company, doing a Toho film. Yeah, that's uh, a really good way to put it. And doing kind of like uh, an impression, or like kind of a send-up to uh, Ishiro Honda, Jun Fukuda, all the greats that work at Toho, and just kind of doing their own spin on it, and it it, it has <laughs> really wild results. I feel like if you are someone that has appreciated the 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 uh uh the angle that we are running with on this show for the Toho films and you are someone that, that wants to kind of dive a bit deeper and stuff, this is a wonderful film to kind of uh watch and just like compare and contrast uh mm-hmm. with. It is yeah, I don't know. I I, I am <laughs> I'm kind of I'm a fan. I'm I'm a big fan. But yeah. but but it's it's such a bizarre recommend. This is like I, watching this felt like, oh man, I'm I, I have officially entered a deeper, like, like, like seventh circle of Toku fandom <laughs> and stuff. Where I'm just like, where, where I'm like, oh, I can't go back from this. Yeah. Like this, th- this movie is fucking deep web. Like it is, it is wild. Uh, and and that's evidenced by the fact that it's on YouTube for free, fully subtitled, and no one's gonna take it down. So you can just watch it there. And it's, like, chill and stuff, because, yeah. like, yeah. fuck it. Like, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: uh, I'll say I agree with you for the most part, but I do want to drive home the point uh, that I think that this movie, despite how delirious and it feels like I'm dying of malaria while watching it, uh, <laughs> but but I genuinely think it's, like, an extremely well-put-together and like, yeah. excellent film as for exactly what it's trying to do. Uh, it feels like a very early prototype version of what would eventually be done in the one, one of the very few Gamera movies I've actually seen, the final one, Gamera the Brave, uh, which hmm. was made in the mid 2000s, where it is about yeah. like the idea of an in a kind of cutesy underdog monster. Uh, Having to, like, be inspired by the people that care for it to beat this bigger, more badass monster. Uh, And it has that cathartic kind of angle to it, as well as other elements of it. Like, you know, uh, a lot of the the government's callous disregard for this monster's well-being for the sake of just, you know, maintaining a certain bottom line. Uh, yeah like things like that uh, elements like that it's a very interesting movie there was a comment uh, because it's on YouTube so we have the rare opportunity to read comments from people's <laughs> direct experience of this movie and one guy said that he enjoyed this movie a lot more than war of the gargantuas and I, po- <laughs> and I posted that as like a this is a, a, a fucking multiverse level take of, like, what the fuck are you talking about? But the more I thought about it, I I think War of the Gargantuas is better. No doubt. Yeah. But I don't think the gulf is that wide <laughs> between no, those two no. movies. <laughs> I no, think no, that yeah. this movie's, like, actually, like, within the top cream best movies we have talked about thus far. Uh, and even yeah. as much as we enjoyed something like Gigan previously which was like an excellently bizarre entertaining film except for the fights uh, I think that this one like you know is an improvement over that it, it taps into that like well of wacky energy uh, If again it feels kind of like what you're saying it was Subaraya doing their version of a Toho movie uh, and it felt I don't know it, it felt kind of better than a lot of the the recent movies we talked about, in a way, uh, yeah, it felt better. Or maybe not better than Hetera, but uh, it felt. I don't know. It it just it, it's imbued with this power and this like glee and this like emotionality to it that yeah. really connected with me in the same way that All Monsters Attack and Son of Godzilla did. Uh, it's a very similar movie. I guess I just really love these movies that are like. Gifts to children and telling them, "Look at how great monsters are! Don't you love monsters? Don't you yeah. want to be friends with a monster?" Yeah, uh, and like yeah. tapping into that kind of uh, a cultural awareness—that's what I think is so engaging about this movie. But we can uh, we can talk. Yeah, we can uh, take it away now and talk more about the movie in general. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, I I just want to make I just want to say and everything I definitely did not uh, uh uh mean my initial comments to be kind of so like just like man Dis- this this thing is stupid or something yeah, like of that like <laughs> Don't like, worry. like it, it, it is all those things and stuff but I I completely one thousand percent agree that like uh there were definitely moments here especially in like the first half or whatever that made me actually like kind of get up in my seat and be like oh wait hold on this thing's this movie's doing stuff. Like it's got ideas and like and like some stuff to say, um, and yeah. So I think just broadly, I think the first like half of the movie or so uh, is really unique and probably the 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 and probably I would say the most unique movie we have talked about thus far structurally. Yeah. Cause this thing feels like, and this is the most insane <laughs> like comparison, <laughs> but but. But this thing has pacing similar to that of like Hangout movies. Uh, yeah. And and unfortunately, the only ones I can think of are things like Big Lebowski and Clerks and Days and Confused yeah. and everything. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's not so like don't so take that tone and put it to like a kids friendly, like like I like like five year old like like aiming you know like a, a monster kids movie because. You have like, uh, you have these different plot lines with these different characters who sometimes intersect, and ma- and a lot of scenes end with a punchline or end with some kind of big joke, and then it kind of just moves on to the next thing. There's like weird chapter breaks of yeah. kids like all in unison saying, which I love those. Very I think that cute. is such a cool presentation thing. It's very cute, and uh, and then like, eventually it all like congeals into, like, one final, like, into, like, the final third, where, like, they're all together, and they're all, like, uh, working for the same goal, but, yeah, so the movie begins with, uh, that, like, this, okay, so there's this competition, uh, for, like, a- the best invention or something, or they'll, like, reward, like, a really good invention with two million yen, uh, and there's this group of kids uh, and this inventor that they've like befriended somehow <laughs> and stuff uh, that that uh, are are uh, for the betterment of uh, or for the support of this monster called Daigoro uh, this 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 hungry monster who has a big old pot belly and he's cute and he looks like his, he has like the face of a hippopotamus and the body of I'm pretty sure like either red king, red king or <laughs> yeah. uh or 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 it looks like Gamora from Ultraman as well like yeah. it looks like a bit of Gamora's in there too but uh uh but he's got like a big old Ooh, that, <laughs> he put would a would giant uh... pot belly on it <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gamora that would make thematic sense considering his role right. in Ultraman so
1: yeah 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 it's like uh, you know friend to kids and stuff and uh the uh yeah the, the... <laughs> and you have these you have these kids and like this inventor and the the inventor's on a fucking flying bicycle looks like some chitty chitty bang bang shit and stuff where like like it's it's got like big old flaps and everything and like uh it like it like ends disastrously and like it like i legit thought this guy died for a second i was like because it blows up and i was like is he dead did this movie just kill this guy? But no, he's in a tree and then falls out and there's, like, a freeze frame of the kids running away as he's falling out of the tree. And that kind of just tells you, like, oh, this is what kind of movie this is. <laughs> it's, sort of like, yeah. it's like... It's, like, a big old punchline that, like, oh, he's gonna knock his head on the ground when he falls off out of the tree and stuff. And, like... Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh... uh, uh and there's, like, so many other things. There's, like, the introduction of Kumagoro is, like, I... I love that guy, oh, yeah. um, and he has like such a interesting arc, uh, because like he is definitively the the comedic relief guy. He's the guy that makes the faces and yells and like I don't know, like stubs his toe and Gets like hits the like, balls. Yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. He's he's like that guy in the yeah. movie. But 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 he there's also an extended sequence, or just multiple like a running thing. That's like kind of a gag, but also kind of not. Where he's like struggling with alcoholism uh-huh. and trying to and trying to get <laughs> off the bottle, and uh-huh. it's like genuinely like kind of like oh wow, like like what is what is this movie tonally? It's so, because and it's like really fascinating to me. Uh, and there's uh, like I'm not gonna say this movie's actually dark or whatever, like you know, but there is like a darker like tint. To some of the like adult characters in this movie that I think is really interesting and stuff like like yeah, the there's fa- a, like like yeah,
0: there there's kind of a like cynicism that's bumping up against the idealism of the idea of Daigoro and the children. Yeah, it reminds yeah, me yeah. a lot of. Then this is another psychotic comparison Uh, (laughs) of what you said with clerks and and such. But it reminds me a lot of the second half of Gurren (laughs) where, (laughs) where, like, thematically, it's that whole thing is about this, like, cynical, like, governmental society packaging all of this, like, hope and idealism into, like, realism and, like, destroying any fantasy and, like, uh, you know, it's, like, erasing all joy from the world by, like, you know, being, like, no, this is how it must be. Subbing in cynicism for idealism as if, like, it's the better choice. So there's a lot of elements of that with, like, you know, the way that the scientists approach Daigoro. Where you have like yeah. the one guy who is like really sympathetic towards him, and just is like, man, we just gotta get him more food, dude. Yeah, his, his then, caretaker. Yeah. And then there's a uh, Tachibana from *Kamen Rider*, uh, AKA the the one dude from *Ultraman*. Yeah, uh, Captain Muramatsu. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's like, no, we gotta. It's not in the budget, and like doing things like. Uh, like the the very sad scene where they're trying to feed him the like anti growth serum, yeah, because he's growing too big and he keeps he keeps needing more and more food, but they don't have enough food to support him. Uh, and the like you know the the people are like, no, we don't want our money going to this stupid monster. And but that that's like the kids are trying their hardest to raise money, but they can only raise like fifty yen coins and things like that uh it's just a lot of uh you know it's just very interesting that the movie is like targeted towards such young kids and it's about such a goofy concept and yet the whole concept is about like how frustrating and annoying it is when like cynicism gets in the way of fantasy
1: yeah Uh, yeah yeah it's yeah, I don't know like uh, uh, so- something really clicked for me with this movie in the scene where uh, uh they're trying to fundraise and the inventors like doing like a uh a speech on top of the uh the like little like uh I don't know like election speaker box like vans or whatever in Japan and uh, uh, uh everyone's like man we're giving all our taxpayer money to this to this to this monster off on some island and I was like oh my god <laughs> this movie's <laughs> on some shit. I was yeah. like, I was like, wow, the, like, like this is like some, like, I mean, not that none of these movies have done this before, but I just wasn't expecting it from fucking Daigoro versus Goliath, especially not after like the first five minutes of the movie, where I was like, man, yeah. what is this? It's and uh, <laughs> uh, like, like just, just having, I want to just stuff like that, and then it ends in like this weird. Punchline of a scene where Kumagoro like gets drunk as drunk as fuck and starts like threatening people for like yeah. <laughs> not for not giving money and stuff and he starts like like throwing bows and stuff starts trying to fight motherfuckers he rips a dude's shirt off like it's it's like <laughs>
0: very, utterly insane yeah very and, funny uh, but also like a good like ah yeah. man you fucked it up kind of moment uh, yeah
1: yeah it's like it's like it's like weirdly desperate in, like and like of, of, of like these people not being able to get, or to to just convince people, uh, uh, to to just give out of the good of their hearts, so they have to rely on this fucking, like, crapshoot, uh, uh, competition, which we'll get into a little bit later and stuff, because that scene is also, like, hilarious, but also, like, fucking crushing emotionally, (laughs) in a, in a way, uh, uh, like, the, the, uh, you know, but, uh, I, I do have to also mention, I think this is, like, right after that scene, Uh, the, my pick for probably the funniest scene in the movie is just such a, it's like such a weird short gag, but it gets to such an absurd level is where they, uh, they get the, uh, like, like this businessman guy, uh, that they try to like, they're, they're like hounding him to give money, like the the salaryman and they start calling him like uh kacho and something like like president san and like like they, they're, they're like hounding him to get the, to give this money or whatever and and he, he's like oh no it's something and it's like they call for the ki- they like like these kids call for like the other members of this daigoro group and there are just fucking legions like running yeah. <laughs> downstairs like hundreds like, of like- kids <laughs> And that that visual gag made me fucking howl. Like I was laughing so yeah. loudly at like two a.m. in my house. Like just yeah, fucking. Th- this is a very
0: very gag manga e uh, pacing yeah. and like you know yeah. setup and everything to this to the story, yeah. and that's that's what makes it so fascinating uh, of a movie. Uh, there's a couple other elements that I think are like really bizarre and like are actually like. Setups for important payoffs or like semi important yeah. payoffs. Like, we see there's a very quick gag of Daigoro walking past a gigantic toilet on his yes. island and then like not being able to get into it because he's too big and then like being depressed. Uh, yeah. which is you know, not to spoil anything, but th- that that is paid off later, uh, in some yeah. small way. But, uh, yeah, um, yeah, but, uh, I don't know, I I think it's really fascinating that it keeps, like, going through these different perspectives, and we keep seeing, like, these different, you know, we see the kids kind of, like, idealistic, naive support for the monster because they like the monster. You see, like, the weird, emotional, everyman response of Kumagoro, where he's, like, really invested in this monster's well-being and, like, angry that others aren't you see the yeah. apathy of the general population you see the like you know clinical cynicism of the the government organization that's helping the monster and like how quick they are to turn on the monster uh yeah. when, once like shit goes down but uh before that there's the uh there's the scene where they the inventor uh like sets up the contest with the rainmaker and tries to like do something crazy like that. And then that ends up like completely fucking up, but then it starts to snow. Yeah. Uh, and then they're like, fuck it, whatever Th- this, this counts. Let's just pretend it was your machine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so they end up getting the, the 2 million yen. Uh, I think it's pretty fascinating that like, I don't know how it feels so well written of a movie in a way that like we usually yeah. talk about with the June Fukuda movies in that, mm-hmm. like, I'm surprised how many like elements intersect. Like the idea yeah. of like, Oh, we saw this wistful scene of uh, Daigoro looking out into the distance sad. And then there's like a, and a meteorite falls down and it's like, oh, that's Goliath arriving on Earth, the monster, and then as soon as that happens, the weather starts to change because it has like weather controlling electricity yeah. powers and everything. Yeah. So that's what causes the snow. And it's like all of these things are intersecting with each other, and then the snow uh being like the herald for this new monster showing up, causing Daigoro to like Get riled up and angry causes the scientists to start to like at least the one scientist to start to distrust Dagor and be like, "We need to put him down. He's just a wild yeah. animal. He's gonna kill us all." So
1: yeah, yeah, and that rainmaker scene is is the scene I was getting at too with uh, yeah. with it being kind of like depressing and stuff because like uh because they like he he sends it up. Ooh. And, uh, uh, and then it starts snowing, and, and, like, the, the people organizing it are just like, oh, d- this isn't happening the way you thought it was, and then, and then, uh, the Interventor's like, yeah, I'm not really sure, but, like, there's, like, fuck it, it counts, and stuff, but because, because, I mean, snow is basically rain or whatever, and then they discover that the damn thing fucking just crashed and fell, so it didn't even succeed, like, I don't think yeah. that Inventor has... <laughs> one successful (laughs) thing like and and like they they end up having to like cover it up while they're like celebrating and stuff and like that is funny but it's also like fuck like like we have an alcoholic that's like trying his best to get off of the stuff we have we have this guy that like literally cannot like like invent anything actually like useful and stuff and like he and he wins and falsely wins two million yen over it and just has to kind of deal with that and stuff and it's just like i don't know like really really strange like he doesn't like he's not like he's not visibly happy that he won the money because like he knows he didn't win it legit but it's it's not for him it's for somebody else so he takes it anyway and stuff but i don't know there's just a lot of like actual like character depth going on in this movie that like really shocked me uh that that like i wasn't prepared for there's like some uh Uh, really interesting like kind of magical scenes too that feel like kind of uh more or less like one-off things too like the uh i have to i have to shout out the scene where uh uh the inventor is like trying to think of an invention and he thinks of like really light like shoes yeah and (laughs) the, the the lighting in that scene is so strange and it and it and it's almost framed like 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 musical theater or something it's yeah. really really out there uh, especially for one of these movies and then there's also uh, I feel like we we have to talk about because this is this is the, the the snippet that I that I sent to you we have to talk about Daigoro's backstory real quick yeah and and talk about um uh, well one his his mom is like a fucking cool ass monster with the hair yeah, and stuff.
0: really cool looking you get like it yeah. makes the idea that this was a godzilla like repurposed godzilla monster suits make yeah. more sense because yeah. it does feel very like like her suit looks very godzilla-y in a lot yeah. of ways um
1: yeah, and she's and, and she's wreaking havoc, you know. Yeah, yeah,
0: it, it, and it's interesting that it's tragic in the other way that yeah. it was like in the Red Moon movie, it would have been the child dies and then the parents are upset, which yeah. would have been extremely sad. Yeah, <laughs> and that was extremely sad in that one Jew Ranger episode. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, where they tackled that exact subject, but this it's like still it's still a tragic backstory but it's not quite as like tragic as like parents losing a child as it is like mm-hmm. oh a child is abandoned and then we have to raise it but it still has a like emotional feel goodness to it Yeah. Uh, and the this is like skipping ahead but the movie really hit me with how much it like not, nailed down the exact like feeling that I have about like the best of Godzilla and the Mm. best of these kaiju movies in the idea that like humans are doomed. If they don't work together with nature, uh, they'll be like destroyed by it. Yeah. So the idea that like the solution to beating Goliath is not to bomb it with their own powers. It's to work together with Daigoro and give him the love and support that he needs to become strong enough to protect them. Yeah. And then he, they will both flourish if it's that. And there's some, like, truly, truly, like, shockingly, like, heart-poundingly beautiful scenes towards the end of the movie that, like, mm-hmm. really nail this yeah. point in. And I just think of that with the initial scene of him getting, like, found as a baby in that, you know... Uh, turning the idea of it being like, oh, humans are exploiting this thing, and instead it's like they want to raise this baby and give it a proper home just like you would for, like, an elephant that lost yeah. his mother.
1: Yeah, I love, I love the guy like like just just talking to the guy who would be who would become his caretaker and become the guy most emotionally invested in Daigoro as and, so, and just the, he's just like the cuz the caretaker guy is just like oh I'm not sure and stuff and the guy's just like man just think of him as like a big calf like a big yeah. like just a just a real big old piglet you know and just, just 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 treat him like you would any other animal and that's just so sweet uh yeah, and, and especially him
0: that like seeing him go from <laughs> yeah. like a, a kind of like unsure youth to like yeah. This like dude who is like a bit older, a bit more haggard, but like has yeah. far more empathy and that, for this monster.
1: And that little scene too, where you see like him like on a date with a girl, and it just gets ruined because she gets freaked out by the giant fucking hippopotamus monster. That's just like <laughs> that's yeah. just like hanging out and stuff. I don't know, like it's. Uh, I, uh. But also, I, I just have to shout out like I love, uh, I love that we have our second horrible like muling baby child uh uh of course uh, yeah of this, like that 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 little that little suit animatronic thing or whatever of the uh of the of the damn baby Daigoro is so fucking funny. Uh I just love <laughs> like like and, and and his like his like weirdly like like common rider like Batman like like human eyes or whatever. Like yep, I know uh-huh. it's not human eyes, but they look like it and yeah, stuff like yeah, uh, like I paused on one part of it and stuff, and uh, and and he was just staring back at me, and it was so uh-huh. funny, so funny, it's, in such like an uncanny, <laughs> fucked up way. It's so good. It's
0: it's very much like Snuffleupagus from uh, <laughs> from Sesame Street. <laughs>
1: Guys, you know what's better than video games and beer? Cat videos? Be Arthur? Incorrect! Nothing! The answer is absolutely nothing! All right, all right. You know, actually, I do think you're right. Agreed. We're here at the Dogcast. We podcast about video games and beer. And beer and video games! Available weekly on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Be Arthur? Yes. Video Death Loop is a podcast where we watch a short video clip on Loop until we just can't take it anymore. Along the way, we'll try our best to make each other laugh and to hold out longer than the other guy. You can jump in on any episode, no need to worry about continuity. Check out Video Death Loop on the Greenlit Podcast Network with new episodes every Friday. but uh <laughs> but, but no yeah like th- this this movie is really like emotionally like like put together and and uh, and like knows what it's going for it's very well done and uh uh you know on top of reminding me what's so good about like kaiju in general and stuff and especially these ones really geared towards children it reminds me like it, it is I feel like if I didn't know the production like circumstances of this movie, I would be able to tell you pretty instantly that this was a Superia picture, though, yeah. uh, because like I mean, one I think the the monster design is ever so slightly more Superia than it is Toho because yeah, yeah. of the very kind of simple shapes that the monsters have and stuff. Uh, kind of is more reminiscent of Ultraman monsters because uh, we haven't talked about much about the monster designs, uh, but but uh, they're. they're they're definitely closer to 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 Super Aya type stuff than uh than Toho and stuff, especially with what Toho was doing at the time and stuff like these are kind of a far cry from things like like Hetera and Gigan and stuff. Uh, Megalon. Was, was, yeah, what was new and coming out at the time, uh, and then also uh uh j- just the the kindness uh is is so in line with some of the best episodes of Ultraman. Where where it's very like uh uh sweet to the monsters and very like understanding and stuff like uh uh I was thinking about the uh, the monster graveyard episode of Ultraman from the original show a lot mm-hmm. while watching this and stuff like it's very reminiscent of that kind of uh uh tone and uh yeah oh no it's just really really well done and very much like like again like Subaraya putting their own mark on Toho's monster legacy. So yeah um, but yeah I, I, uh, uh, let's see what, what, what's what, what haven't we talked about because I feel like we've actually covered a lot of ground already. Uh, yeah. yeah
0: well I can uh, I can take us through to mm-hmm. like the the main goal here of the mm-hmm. you know maybe not to the end quite, but right you know there is the second act clash with Daigoro and Goliath. There is a yes. versus between the two, and Daigoro ends up getting his ass kicked by Goliath, who is a, who is a monster who is very, like, kind of lizardy, but a little bit, like, beasty. It's very similar to, like, Baragon from Godzilla, but a little bit different with the giant horn and, like, electric powers. Uh, yeah. And he ends up taking out Daigoro, uh, and then Daigoro is presumed. Dead, or at least like going to die. Uh, and it's like at first I was like, uh, all right, this is a kind of like you know, it's just the like, oh, this is sad for the youngest kids, but isn't really like sad for me. But like, just one thing that Kumogoro said, like, really hit me is that he climbed up onto the unconscious Daigoro with honey and said. I'm going to feed you your favorite treats because yeah. you died hungry and you're in heaven, mm. you know, like hungry. And the idea that like, Oh wow. Like the sorrow of somebody dying hungry. Uh, and that being like the most tragic part of their life is like a really profound thing to come from this movie where a guy is on top of a big hippo monster. Yeah. Uh, Uh, But genuinely, I was like, oh, my God, that is really sad (laughs) (laughs) to think about (laughs) that this poor thing just, like, lived in misery for the last couple months of its life, basically, as this government, like, was like, no, no, we're not giving you any money for this fucking thing. You got to fund it out of your own pockets. Uh, And then it ended up suffering. And, like, yeah, it wasn't until this moment where they almost lost him. That they really started to like put in the effort to treat him like an equal and give him what he needed and like respect nature in that way. Uh, and that leads directly into the third act of the movie being like Dagor training to fight and like this, all these preparations for uh, this monster. It has this great like fucking. You know, <laughs> shonen esque yeah. arc to it, where it feels like, oh, <laughs> Goku, Goku got taken out by Android Nineteen, but now he's back. You know, like after his heart disease was cured, he's back and he's ready to fight Cell. You know, that's what it. That's what it feels like, uh, and yeah, it like the fight isn't necessarily like the most amazing fight. in any of the the monster movies that we've seen thus far but it's really cathartic in the same way as with son of godzilla where like we are setting up this thing throughout the movie that like Mm -hmm. this monster is so weak and is such an underdog and it has to fight this like impossible battle but with enough support and with one final push it's able to like do this one strong attack that's able to like incapacitate the monster yeah. and soundly win. Uh and that like just perfect perfect story math. Yeah. It's yeah. just so good. <laughs> it's yeah, <no>. so good. <laughs> and like having all of the characters from throughout the movie like come together and support him in this third act is just so it's gorgeous. perfect.
1: It's gorgeous. Like I yeah, and, 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 like, the scene where they're all, like, walking and it's, like, sunset and shit, like, it's, it, it is, there, there's, there's a lot of good stuff, like, like, strewn throughout that, that, like, kind of, uh, that, that, those holes, all those sections and stuff, like, the, uh, uh, god, the fucking comedic scene where they're, like, on, like, the, they unknowingly got on top of Goliath and stuff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> And, and and they do the whole like, Oh behind you, oh no, oh this yeah, <laughs> like,
0: that, like, that made that, me laugh like a complete idiot. Like yeah, I was yeah. just laughing very hard <laughs> at that the whole time. Yeah.
1: And, yeah, and it lasts for so long. <laughs> like 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 the guy just is not seeing this monster behind him. It's it, it's just outrageously funny. And like and and like the comedy actually hits, and that's something I really want to get across too, is that like this thing is like legit funny and stuff. Like, like there, maybe there's some that's a little bit like okay, <laughs> but but yeah. but but typically like it is like genuine funny stuff. Uh, uh, there, there's such like a good heart to this movie uh, that that is just undeniable. And I think if you are a hater of what this movie is putting down, we I don't know if we can be friends. because this the, this <laughs> this movie is so like. Uh, completely my shit like emotionally and stuff like it's it's any friend of
0: daigoro is a friend of mine exactly
1: exactly Um, and
0: uh like yeah after the conclusion like after the the climactic fight (laughs) like there's like a huge like oh where are the heroes now uh yeah epilogue we get to see that goliath is like tied to a fucking rocket and shot somewhere (laughs) i i Uh,
1: i died at that like like uh uh I don't know like okay it, very light promo for for our Patreon mini series of uh, of uh uh Kamen rider and stuff but it kind of reminded me of those scenes where they where they're like kind of just like uh I don't know like like a cat will travel like like jump across the room or something or whatever and, and they kind of just like throw it uh and yeah. it's like and it's like horrible or whatever like obviously this is not like a real animal Goliath but. The, the fact that, like, it's it's strapped on there and it just fucking blasts so fast up there and someone is just like, damn, like, they did not give a shit <laughs> like what happened to this guy. Yeah, I is hope it's like... alright. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, And, uh, uh... Yeah, no, the, the stuff afterward is, is great, but, uh, I, you know, like, it's funny and it's, like, kind of, like, uh, uh pleasing and stuff, but I feel like the, the other shoe almost, like, dropping on, uh, on Kumagoro, like, like... Just chugging a beer again at the end, like was like <laughs> again, it was like weirdly dark. I was like, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> and so like like, you know, I'm glad he's happening, I'm glad he's taking a load off, but like, fuck. Like like his whole plot was was uh, like yeah. not his whole plot, but a lot of his plot was 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 getting over this and stuff and, and putting his money somewhere else, somewhere better and stuff and then like, oh well now the Dagoro thing's solved, so so he's back to it. And it's like uh it's it's I don't know, it's weird. Like and it doesn't feel like the movie's contradicting itself emotionally that much. It, yeah, it's it's yeah. really it's really more of just like I don't know, just like showing this character just just kind of like like going back. Like it's really interesting. Yeah. But um, that,
0: I think it's more in a like well, he he hold off, he had such good you know, restraint for so long. Yeah. That it's fine for him to like things are all right so he can take that load off. You know, I, I think it's it's less like oh he's going to become a uh, an right, alcoholic. Right, right, then, right, right, yeah. You know, yeah, fall I mean, back into his old habits, which may happen. Well you don't know. We, yeah. we, there was never a Digor versus Goliath too. But you know, should have yeah, been Yeah, there should have been. Should have been. But most importantly there's many scenes of like where are these people now uh but the most important one is the final scene of the movie Mm -hmm. is that the scientists finally built daigoro a big enough toilet for him to go into and the final part of the movie is Dagoro takes a huge fucking dump and then flushes the toilet and then celebrates his gigantic dump fuck
1: yes <laughs> 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 the the fact that he just puts his hands up in celebration that he just took a giant fucking doo-doo and stuff and like it freezes on that and just the yeah. end comes up is so funny I it's it's great it's great I I I I love this fucking movie.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this movie is so good. You you we're gonna have the most deranged list. Like when we finally put together a list of rankings of all of these movies. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be the most deranged thing that anybody has ever seen. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. with With all of our choices, we're like, yeah, these are good movies. But honestly. Yeah you know as it, it may be an uncommon opinion but i don't think it should be a weird opinion i think if you enjoy monster movies you don't have to be weirdos this is just a really good movie in a lot of yeah, ways i think yeah. that guy was hitting on something when he compared it to wuther gargantua where it is like the lighthearted version of that in a lot of ways so yeah, yeah. i feel like if you if you like that movie uh but you also like you know, the more lighthearted tone of Subaraya, then I think you would absolutely 100% be a mark for this movie. But I think even, even those who think like discussing the power levels of like Godzilla from King of the Monsters and Shin or whatever, like even those freaks, I think that they should go and watch this movie and see like how good a movie like this can be.
1: Yeah. 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 So Totally. I don't know. It, it, oh it's just, it's just wonderful, and this is probably the most hidden of the hidden gems uh, yeah. that we've discovered and stuff. I don't know, like Do- yeah. Do- Dogra's is up there and stuff. Like, uh, yeah, Do-
0: Dogra had gems in it. But... Yeah, right. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. this
1: one, this one, truly, like nobody fucking talks about it, and it's like just just outrageously good. Um, yeah, the uh uh our our ranking uh I, I think. I think we're planning on on like like putting up... Uh, or like just uh, talking about our ranking and stuff at the end of terror of Mechagodzilla and just like doing a show of ranking and stuff so I guess I guess prepare for that eventuality and stuff but uh 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 that that ranking is gonna be truly incredible like it, it is it's just, yeah you know just know that that we us two have uh, like let's let's see white guys with microphones have the final word <laughs> 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 on, yep. on, on the ranking of these movies and uh 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 yeah you know just uh uh stay tuned for that and uh, uh agree or disagree with us or whatever uh yeah i don't know uh i feel Absolutely. like i feel like maybe one day we should we should do A Q&A episode uh just to see uh uh, uh, what kind of what kind of like like arguments people like like does people just send us emails that are just like what the fuck about like our take on some <laughs> movie because we've because we've yeah, gotten, we've, yeah. gotten, we've gotten almost no interference in terms like like in terms of like uh we've got no like interfacing between people listening to the show and then talking to us about it outside of our Patreon which you can subscribe to right now at Patreon.com/slash Explode When Defeated uh, uh at one dollar you can get. <laughs> you, yep. can
0: no, right show, right. you can get episodes of this show
1: you can get episodes of this show one day early without any ads and uh, also get access to Shit Shooters, an uh, off-topic podcast that we do uh, every two weeks talking about stuff we're into and uh, for $5 you can get into our uh, uh, special uh, ultra cool uh, 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 series. we've done one on uh, Kamen Rider 1971 the original series uh, which which involved one of the actors from this movie and uh, I think we'll, we're going to have one on Planet of the Apes and other uh, uh, niche uh, films and stuff like that. Just uh, stretching our legs, talking about other movies and stuff. But, uh, uh, yeah, so that's what you get on Patreon and stuff. But uh, I feel like maybe in the coming weeks we should probably open an email or something. Unless we already have one. And uh, uh, take emails at some point and, and just, and just... <laughs> so, so if you want to yell at us, uh, DM us on Twitter also. Yeah. At... Mm-hmm. at ewd underscore podcast i think is what it is uh yeah do that
0: uh, do a bonus episode about that why Mm -hmm. not uh Mm -hmm. probably probably we'll post that on twitter uh far before you hear this episode but yeah yeah
1: yeah but uh yeah so um wyatt where can the people find you
0: Oh, you can find me at twitter.com slash ranger W-A-Z-P ranger. Uh, I, I'm i there. I'm bitching about video games. <laughs> I'm uh, watching tokusatsu sometimes and reading the mangoes and I'm <laughs> playing the, the cartoons or whatever. I don't know. But I also talk about cartoons on my YouTube channel. Uh, it's only magic at youtube.com. Slash, whatever that is, uh, it's only magic, <laughs> and I uh, talk about cartoons on there. Do video essays, uh, about cartoons that are uh, really formative to me that I really enjoy. Things like you know, Gurren and Megas XLR, uh, The Angry Video Game Nerd, which is not a cartoon, but whatever, it's a good episode. You should listen to it or watch it. Uh, yeah. and recently, Camp Laszlo and my gym partner's a monkey should have the episodes out at the point that you're hearing this, but I'll just say that I am working on them at the time of recording this. And, uh, yeah, those should yeah. be good ones. Cause those are kind of underrated, uh, shows and they deserve a lot more love, but that's all I got going on. Oh uh, yeah.
1: So. Uh, oh, and, uh, uh, I think I forgot to mention my Twitter. It's, at uh, anti underscore laser. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, i don't know what i would be posting about in a, in a couple months but but you know uh, i don't know i'm probably uh, i'm probably playing some rpg posting, or something
0: yep uh monster hunter stories too i don't know uh, uh
1: yeah or, or chainsaw man uh i don't know but <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i think that should all do it i think we've covered everything please watch digore versus goliath it's a treat I want to. Yes. I I want this show to be responsible for a resurgence of interest in that movie, so we can get like an Arrow DVD, like like release of it, or like it comes out through Mill Creek or whatever. I'd love to own this motherfucking movie on Blu-ray at some point. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Uh, and I would also love to. I don't know. I. It's sad that we didn't get to have somebody to share with our love, but yeah. I want to rectify that because we, you know, in the future we may do a series about Gamera movies. Mm. So maybe it's it's not... We're not sure yet. It's just hush-hush. But we might, after we're done with the Showa movies, move on uh, and do Gamera before going back and doing all those beautiful Heisei Godzilla movies. So... Yeah. Uh, let us know what you, you think about that uh, and if we're doing that then that means we will talk about Gamera the Brave and we'll Ooh. definitely have somebody about on that episode because that's a very similar movie to this one and yeah. I'm sure it will be a ton of fun all around but either way this has been Discuss All Monsters and next time join us for Godzilla versus. Megalon! See you there!